0: I just want to welcome you all in the house of the Lord and just to welcome anybody who's here for the very first time. It's your first time in the house. Just, just uh, I know I've got some guests here. Uh, welcome my brother. Just raise your hand again, the usher, so that he can see you. All right, so I've got my brother here. He's uh, All the way from Utrecht and from Zimbabwe. Uh, he was defended his PhD on Friday. And uh, God bless you. And, uh, it's just, just blessed. Um, so, you put a photo somewhere, and, and some people were just calling me to say, This looks like you in the photo. So, I was his paranymph. And some people have been seeing some nice photos, and they're just calling me and saying, No, I'm not the one graduating, it's him. <laughs> But great! I'm um, so good to have you here, and his family is also probably outside. And I see also some faces that are back after a long time. Welcome! Good to see you all, guys, and uh, God bless you. It's it's also good to be back after some powerful, powerful weekend with the young at heart. Um, guys who went to Young at Heart, could you, you want to just come up here and just say one thing you learned? Just come, those that went to Young at Heart, just come and say one thing you learned from Young at Heart. Come quickly. You're going to preach with me. What did you learn at Young at Heart? Be consistent in your words. Right. Because, and not just any words, but the word of God because it's life. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Learn to finish your work. No procrastination. Amen. That health matters. Amen. <laughs> Who else was there? It's, I'm missing somebody. Where is Onu? And I, I know where Pelumi is not here. Okay. I am. Where is Onu? He's not here as well. Okay. All right. So, so I think you've got some, some, some good messages. Um, and and there was these guys had a lot of fun. Yeah. You guys had a fun. Yeah. You had fun. Oh my goodness. Such energy. I was amazed. So so and the next one is going to be in Belgium. And, and don't miss it, amen. amen. I want to I wanna speak today about release your faith. Release your faith. And I want, just want to remind you, we've, we've spoken about in the last few weeks, we've said that it is a year of rest, it's a year of jubilee, um, and, and so in the year of jubilee, you must get your rest. And so, I want you to remember that Leviticus 25, it's, it's your jubilee year, it's your year of rest, and it's a year where you must begin anew, because the old will be completed and you will have a new beginning, amen. So, you need to remember that, and, and as you remember that, that it is a year of rest, you will need to release your faith to enter into the rest, amen. So, so, so number one thing is, it's your year of jubilee, Leviticus 25, you must enter into that rest. Number two is that you must remember the prophetic word that has been spoken, and there are several words that have been spoken in, in this year, and it's, it's a year where God is going to favor you. And, and the, the general overseer has spoken that, you know, some families this year, you're going to look back and say, this is when our blessings began. I don't know, but you're going to look back and say, this is where the blessings began. This is where God opened things for you. So if you're getting married this year, it's a good year. Yeah? Where is, uh, where is uh, Raymond? There you are. You know, It's a good year. It's, it's, it's a year where God is going to open things up and you will say, this is the beginning of the years. Amen. This is the beginning of the years. And, and that, you know, you'll receive help from unexpected sources. A young man was, uh, was just telling me a testimony the other day to say, you know what, pastor, it's all gone through now. And I didn't, I just didn't expect it, but I've got the scholarship and I'm coming back. You know, and the young man is going to come back. You know, why? Because suddenly people that he didn't expect will come through, have come through you're going to get help from unexpected sources. You need to, to know and to remember the word of God. So 2 Chronicles 20:20 says what? Believe in what? In God and in what? His prophets. You know, you need to believe God. Always remember that. It's God first and then the prophet. Some of you believe the prophets more than God. Believe who? God. And trust in his Prophets believe, believe God, right? Believe God, I mean, or and and you'll be established. When you believe God, you'll be established. And God speaks through His prophets, says, I will do nothing except I reveal it to my prophets. So, you know, when you look at the issues that are going on, I was reading a very interesting article the other day about Brexit. You know what Brexit is, right? And I was reading a very interesting article the other day about how this had been prophesied many, many years ago in the time of Ephraim and Manasseh. (laughs) And I was saying, wow. So I started going deep into what they were talking about, how Ephraim and Manasseh were the ones that moved up north and ended up on the island and became a nation of nations. It's called the United Kingdom because it's a nation of nations. And how they conquered all around many nations. Why? Because that was the blessing of Manasseh and Ephraim. I was just looking at this and I said, wow. Because at the same time, when you hear the Pope speak, some of those things were prophesied about how the end times would come. And when you hear them supporting things, that you wonder how can the church be supportive of such things? You've got to understand there's something that was spoken in the prophetic and how Syria begins to come and start to take a place in Europe. Let me leave that. Yeah. So 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 be aware. Yeah. Be aware that some of these things are happening. Nothing happens for nothing, but there is a word of God behind it. And God does nothing except he reveals it to his prophets. And and so also in your life God gives words also to the people around you that you might be able to still have a bearing and know how you are going forward, how you must move ahead. And, and so, so, so be established in God's word as well. Be established in God's word. Not just what the prophets are saying or what you know, the men of God are saying, but be established in God's word itself. So number one, know that it's your jubilee year. Number two, remember that there's a prophetic word that has been spoken over this year. You will get help from unexpected sources. The grateful hearts will be even more grateful. You'll have even greater cause to be grateful. For many, the pendulum of life is generally on the upward swing. Things are gonna swing for your favor, amen. And things are gonna move for you. The The chosen few will enjoy blessings that they will not even contain. And I've said, God, I wanna be among those chosen. Few. Remember, I told you that you can be uprooted from where you are and planted next to the river. Those that had ears heard. But beyond these words of, of that, that have come to inspire us, I want you, number three, to be established in God's word itself. Be established in God's word itself. And God's word is in the Bible. So read it, know it, study it, understand it. Don't just read it superficially. Go into it. Get to know it. Read the book of Ezekiel. And read the book of Nahum. Go read the letter of Philemon. Do you know there's a book called Philemon? Go read it. Go go read the book of Titus. Read the Revelation. Go into it. Go look at the book of, of kings and first kings and second kings. Go read those books. Look at Ezra and Esther and, and Nehemiah. Go look into them. Know what's in them. Do you know some unbelievers know the Bible more than Christians? And then they are the ones that will be telling you but it's allowed to drink. Why? Because you don't know the word. And they will sway you and going all kinds. Ah, God helps those who helps themselves. Because you don't know the word, you can't challenge. So go into the word. Get to know the word. Amen. It is his word that is established forever. And so he says that in Psalm 119, verse 89. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. And God has also said that, you know what, not a stroke of my word will go unfulfilled. You know what, all the prophetic things that men can say sometimes might not happen. But there's one thing that's going to happen, and that's God's written word. So you need to be established in the word of God. Be established in the word of God. So these three things, these three things. Know the state of the year. It's your jubilee year. It's your year of rest. It's our year of completion. Know there's a promise from God through the prophetic. And know that God's word, the logos, the written word, stands sure. It's established. When you know these three things, I want you also to release your faith in those things. To release your faith. Everybody say release your faith. You need to release your faith. And go with me to Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 3. Hebrews chapter 3, I'm going to read from verse 17 through to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 2. And the Bible says in verse 17, if you're there, say, I've got faith. Okay, not everybody has faith yet. Are you there? Okay, let's read together. But with whom he was grieved 40 years, was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they should not enter into rest, but to them that did not believe? So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Chapter four, let us therefore fear or step back and think, lest a promise being left to us lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. In in other words, let us us think back and, and be afraid that if those guys who had the full promise did not even enter into the promise, you know what, this might happen to us if we do the thing they did. What was it that cost them the promise? It was their unbelief. It was because they did not release their faith into the things that God had said. And then verse two says, verse two says, for unto us was the gospel preached as well as to them. But the word preached did not profit them. It was not to them as a prophet. They did not get anything out of it. Why? Because they did not mix it with faith. They did not mix the word with faith. They did not mix what they had heard with faith. In other words, the faith was there, but it was not mixed with the word. The faith was not released to catch up with the word. And so in order for the word of God to work for you, you need to release your faith. You need to release your belief. You need to release your trust. You need to release what's going on on the inside of you. You need to allow it to come out and to mingle and to mix up and to be bonded together with what God is saying. So when you get to understand the timing and the season where you are in and you mix that with faith, the blessings of the time will work for you. When you know it is the time for harvest and you mix it up with faith and you release your faith to say, I'm going to harvest, you will harvest. The farmer who has been anticipating to reap of his crop has to put the faith to say, I'm going to go into the field and I'm going to begin to harvest and out of the things I'm going to harvest, I'm going to eat. It is a step of faith. If the farmer does not believe that his field will give him a harvest, he will not harvest. Do you hear what I'm saying, church? And so you've got to mix your faith with the word of God. The word of God stands sure. The only variable is you. God's time is God's time. The only thing that needs to move now and key up with the timing of God is you. Tell your neighbor, it's about me. It's, about me. it's never about God. You see, I told you about how 2016 becomes a year of jubilee. And that timing and that counting remains constant. So whether you miss getting back what was yours or whether you miss being released as a slave, it's not up to the counter of time, it's up to you. When you understand that this is my time, it's my time, you need to step out in faith and say, it's my time, it's my time, and I'm going to reap of the time. I'm going to get of the season. It's my time to be saved. It's my time to grow up. It's my time to be a minister. It's my time to move ahead. It's my time. It's my time. Hallelujah. Somebody say it's my, time. it's my time. You've got to let your faith out into that time. You've got to let your faith out. You've got to release your faith. You've got to empty your faith to key up with God. Releasing your faith says there is an action that you need to take. Amen. And so he says, you know what? They heard the word. The word was preached. Guys, the word is being preached. Yes or no? If you guys are not being blessed, I don't know. But you know, the other day somebody calls me and says, Pastor, I was following your YouTube and I was blessed. Say, what did you hear? And I said, I heard the word. This is somebody in, in, in Den Haag following on our YouTube, listening to the sermons. The other day, somebody was in Uganda and says, Pastor, I was at a low point, point. and I just decided, let me just follow those sermons there, and I'm lifted. These are testimonies I hear, so I know the word is there, but the difference between the wo- who the word is going to work for is the one who's going to say, I've heard the word. I'm going to mix it with faith. You see, when they were going from from, from Egypt into into the uh, promised land, there were many that left with Moses. But it's not all that entered. There were many that were sent to spy. Twelve guys were sent to spy the first time. But only only two of the twelve are the ones that went in to inherit what they had seen. Why? Because the two that went in had mixed the word of God with faith. Caleb and Joshua said, if God has said this is our land, it doesn't matter whether we are looking like grasshoppers. It doesn't matter whether those people are giants. If God has said, it is for me, it is for me. If God has said this PhD is for you, it's going to be for you. It doesn't matter if the professor is so tall, he looks at you like this. If it's for you, it is for you. If God has said, this is your husband, he's going to be your husband. Whether he likes it or she doesn't like it, he's your, come on somebody, do you hear what I'm saying? You've got to be able to mix what you're hearing with faith. You've got to be able to rise up from the place where you are with faith. You know, if God has said you're going to be a pillar in the family, you'll be a pillar in the family. Your family will turn to salvation because of you. I, I've seen it, and I know, and at times it was tough. It was not easy in the beginning, but now they will call me pastor. Why? Because I put the faith in, in, into the word of God. Say, you will be there. You will become what I said you will be. You shall be who I say you are. In the workplace, if they are laughing at you as the Christian, it's okay. But you know what you are the head and not behind soon enough they will start following you they will start following why because if you can only mix these word with your faith say god i've heard of what you used to do before and i'm going to trust in you to go forward you will go forward you will go forward I was just being challenged the other day when I was when I was just looking and saying, why is it that people don't bud out and, and express themselves in worshiping and serving God while they are doing all the other things? It's about faith. Tell your neighbor it's about faith, bro. It's about faith. If you don't have faith in God, you will always see the limitations. If you can't see God multiply the work of your hands, you will always think everything else is a limitation. And I was reflecting back. You know, sometimes it's good to reflect. to Say, but God, how did I manage my years as a PhD student? How did I manage my years, you know, being a pastor, being a, first, a husband, a father, a pastor? How did I manage those things? It's about faith. Where you trust in God to say, God, I'm putting everything in your hands. And you're going to help me through it all. You're going to make sure that I make use of my time. You're going to help me to finish. Because God is the author and the perfecter. So God, if you are a perfecter, you will make sure that things will end up perfect for me. God, you say you will make a way, even where there is no way. So Lord, I don't see how, but God is going to be a way. I will pass through this. You've got to put your faith into the Word. You've got to put your faith into the word. you got to put your faith into the word. Those people, they didn't catch it. Let me speak to you. You see, when you put your faith into the word, do you hear what I'm saying, people? Your life will move higher. Your life will change. You will begin to be more like God. And we need to get to a place where we are more like God. We want to be more like Him. So we need to lift up our hearts so that our faith can be released and mixed in with faith. If you look at Peter, Peter is somebody, I'll talk about this more next time, but Peter is somebody who releases his faith. He releases his faith. So the very first first time Peter meets Jesus and Jesus says, Peter, give me your boat. And Peter says, okay, you can use the boat. After Jesus had finished with the boat, he says to Peter, draw in a little deeper. And this time, throw your net on the other side. Peter says, you know what, Jesus? I'm a fisherman. I will do this because you say. Why, he has heard a word. Oh, come on, someone say he has heard a word. <laughs> Believe in the word of God. So he's heard a word, it's, Lord Jesus, I've heard what you have said. I'm just going to do it because it's your word. Lord, I'm going to serve you because your word says I must put you first, seek you first. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to serve you, Lord, and you will take care of my substance and my needs. When your faith gets to a place like that, so Peter throws in his net. He catches a huge fish, catch a fish. Why, what was the releasing of his faith? So I'm going to just do what you've said. Just going to do what you've said. So he does it. Second time, he comes out of the boat and Jesus says, Peter, from now on, you're going to be a f- catcher of men. You're going to be a fisher of men. And Paul, what does Peter do? He says, Lord, I'm going to leave my boat and I'm going to follow you. He doesn't start saying, but I've been a fisherman all my life. And all I know is this lake of Galilee. No, he says, I'm going to leave and I'm going to follow you. It's a step of faith. His family still needed to feed. But he said, I've heard your word. I've just also seen what you have done. I'm just going to go with you. It's a step of faith. You release your faith. You release your faith even into the, un- into the circumstances that you don't know how they are going to pin out. You release your faith. At a later stage, Peter also releases his faith when, when he's, 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 he's going on in a boat with the disciples and the storm is raging. So when you're in the midst of a storm, the lectures are tight and the, the husband is difficult and the wife does not come home and things are not going well and the bills are too many for you. You need to be like a Peter who says, Lord Jesus, if it is you bid me to come and Jesus says, Peter, come. Oh, yes, because you've said so. Ah, oh, do am I am speaking to someone? You've got to mix your faith with the word of God. The Bible says Peter stepped out of the boat and began to walk. He released his faith and said, I'm going to walk to Jesus. And you know what? Peter walked on water. Don't worry about what happened after he walked, but he walked. He walked on water. He walked. And even when he was about to drown, because he had Jesus in view of him, he still is able to say, Jesus, I need to hear your word again. Do you hear what I'm saying, people? And when he hears the word of Jesus again, this time the word of Jesus comes also with the hand, lifts him up, and the Bible says they walked back into the boat. But you've got to release your faith. Tell your neighbor, release your faith. Stand up as we pray. Release your faith. Release your faith. I have a burden. You know, I, 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 I can't explain it. I, I, don't know, I don't know. I can't fully explain it. I've been, I've been, 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 been trying to search to say what it is. But, but it's like somebody is in need of prayer. Somebody is in need of prayer. And I can't pinpoint what exactly you need to be prayed for but if you are in need of prayer you say I'm just in in need of prayer I want you to come quickly and I'm going to pray for you and then we're going to close somebody's in need of prayer I, I just have a burden and I don't know what that burden is about but you are in need of prayer